Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. This is Jennifer LeClaire. And this is Mornings with the Holy Spirit. Listen, I'm the founder of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement, where we empower you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. We're a prophetic church where Christ is exalted and the Holy Spirit is free to do what he wants to do. Amen. God is good in Fort Lauderdale. Listen, we have churches in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Retford, England, Colinga, California, and Birmingham, Alabama, but I am in South Florida. If you want to meet me, if you want to see me, you want to sit up under this anointing, two different services, two different messages, two different worship teams, two different encounters. Come on over to Awakening House of Prayer, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. Join with us. I'd love to meet you and pray for you in person. Wouldn't you like that? I know I would. Come on over to Awakening House of Prayer. If you can't get there, watch online, www.ahop.online, A-H-O-P.online. You can watch our service there at 1047 a.m. or watch it anytime during the week before the next one pops up. Amen. Awakeningprayerhubs.com, my God. I got such a revelation yesterday that I need to remember to pray into and to teach on. God is looking for a man to stand in the gap. God told Ezekiel, I'm looking for a man to stand in the gap, to make up the head, so I don't have to bring judgment on the city. God is always looking for a person, for a man, for a woman in a city to stand in the gap. If that's you, if you are willing to lay down your life in prayer, and I'm not talking about your whole entire life, I'm talking about one hour a month, join with me, begin to walk with me. Let me equip you. Let me strengthen you. Let me help you bring revival to your city. Go to awakeningprayerhubs.com, join a prayer hub. Start a prayer hub. Do what you got to do. Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. We don't need any more Christian complainers. We need Christian prayers. Amen. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. We're spreading like wildfire. Ignite. Wait till you see what we have next. 
for the Ignite Network. We've been working on it secretly, behind the scenes, ready to get even more interactive. Ignite is my prophetic family. I'm inviting you to be part of that prophetic family at ignitenow.org. Go find out what it's about. We've got Ignite, the company of the seers, apostolic voices, spiritual warfare battalion. It's all there in the umbrella, under the umbrella of the Ignite Network. It's my prophetic family training, equipping, safety place to to get your dreams interpreted gets prayer support hashtag we stand together somebody write that out for me hashtag we stand together let me say it one more time hashtag we stand together that's my mantra that's how i roll at ignite network ignitenow.org amen today we're reading from mornings with the holy spirit listening daily to the still small voice of god and here's what i heard the lord say well let me just tell you the the title first. I'm so excited about today's broadcast. Here is the title. Listen, love believes the best. Ooh, Jesus. Love believes the best. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Believe the best. Determine in your heart right now to think, believe, and speak the best about every situation and about every person, including yourself, says the Lord. I've noticed that you often think, believe, and speak the worst when you buy into the enemy's whispered lies. As a man thinks, so he becomes. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Love thinks, believes, and speaks the best at all times, says God. Love bears up under anything and everything and is always ready and willing to think, believe, and speak the best. I believe the best of you, says the Lord. Did you hear that? I believe the best of you, says the Lord. He's always believing the best of you. Isn't that good news? Come on. 1 Corinthians 13, 7, Proverbs 23, 7, Psalm 19, 14 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter here, it goes, I am in agreement with your counsel to think, believe, and speak the best. Your wisdom will help me shut down the enemy schemes against my soul. Will you shed your love abroad in my heart again so I can walk in this truth? And of course, his answer is yes and amen. Father, we thank you today. Because of who you are, you are love, unequaled, unrivaled, unmatched, pure, holy, perfect love. That is who you are. That is who we know you to be. That is who we need you to be because we need your love. We can do nothing apart from your love. Your love, it fuels us. Your love, it motivates us. Your love makes a way for us out of no way. Your love makes the crooked places straight. Your love forgives us over and over and over again. A righteous man falls down seven times, but he gets back up again. I just have a feeling down deep inside that it's God who helps us get back up again. Have you ever thought about that? The righteous man falls down seven times, but he gets back up again. You know how he gets back up again? Because love helps him get back up. Because love picks him up and dusts him off. Because love cleanses him from all unrighteousness. It's because of love. Father, we thank you today that you are love personified. You can't do anything but love because that is who you are. It is not just your character or your nature. It is your essence. It 
It is your being. It is who you are. We thank you, Lord, for your love, your love, your love. We love you because you first loved us. We love you. We love you. We loved you. We will love you because you made the first move. You loved us first. Your word tells us plainly that when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When we didn't want anything to do with you, you loved us. When we mocked you, you loved us. When we ignored you, you loved us. When we hated you, you loved us. When we blamed you for things, even though we didn't know you, we blamed you. You loved us anyway. And that love eventually conquered our heart. That love kept wooing us. That love kept chasing us. That love kept going after us until you conquered our hearts, until you drew us into your presence and removed the scales off our eyes by the faith, the measure of faith. You gave us the measure of faith. You love us so much that you helped us to believe you, you wooed us into your presence, then you gave us the measure of faith with which to believe you. <laughs> that is how good you are. You are love. And so we celebrate your love today. Somebody just needs to receive the love of God. I was reading in Isaiah this morning and my mouth, my jaw just dropped. I'm like, look at how much Jehovah loved Israel. Look at that. He loves us as a bride, loves a bridegroom. And sometimes in our society, that doesn't paint the right picture because of all the divorce and all the abuse and marriages. But Jesus is a perfect bridegroom. He is perfection. He loves with a perfect love. So Father, right now, we just receive your love. Come on. The word of God in Romans says the, the, that God has shed abroad, the Holy Spirit has shed his love abroad in our heart. In other words, he's poured his love into our heart. Father, would you pour some more? Father, would you pour some more? We need more of your love because this world, it's, it's just gone mad. This world is is suffering and the birth pangs. This world, there's just so much strife and chaos and confusion in the world, but we are in the world, but we're not of the world. But God, this constant barrage of bad news and this constant barrage of division and strife and upset and sickness and disease and economic issues, all this constant barrage, God, only by your love can we stand in faith to resist the temptation, to respond like the world. It's only by your love shed abroad in our hearts that we can love one another the way that you love us, that agape love, that unconditional love, the love that doesn't depend on a political view and the love that doesn't depend on whether someone's on time or not on time or they did what you wanted or they didn't do what you wanted. Or we want to walk in that agape love, the very love that you shed abroad in our hearts that we've got to do it. Your word says that all men will know that we are your disciples, not by the social media commentary, not by the blog postings, not by the tweets and the IGs, not by all of this other stuff that where we want to contend and we want to profuse and we want to put out opinions and uh, no, but by the love. Listen, it doesn't even say God will know you by how accurately you, pro it doesn't say the, listen, the Bible doesn't say all men will know you're my disciples because of your accurate prophecies. It doesn't say that. The, the word doesn't say all men will know that you're my disciples because of how big your church is. It doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't say all men will know that you're my disciples because of how eloquent you can argue your political persuasion. It doesn't say that. 
The Bible doesn't say all men will know that you're my disciples by, you know, by the kind of car that you drive or by, by the word says all men will know that you're my disciples. Jesus Christ said they're going to know that you've been with me. They're going to know that I taught you. They're going to know that you sat under my anointing. The world is going to know all people everywhere are going to know that you've walked with me, that you've talked with me, that you've got an intimate relationship with me by the love. <laughs> that you show for one another. So Father, convict our hearts. There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. But convict our hearts before, and yes, after if you have to, but convict our hearts before we walk in acts, words, deeds, or even thoughts that are not inspired by love. Lord, convict us before we argue on social media. Convict us before we think highly, more highly of ourselves than we ought, so we treat somebody else in a way that they don't deserve to be treated. Help us, Lord. Convict us before, <laughs> before we commit the ungodly act. Convict us. Be Holy Spirit, you are the convictor. You are the convincer. Convict us before we say things that are gossip and slander. Convict us before we commit the sin, God. Yes, convict us after. If we fall, if we missed it, if we don't see it, if we stumble, we want to be convicted of our sin. We do not want to stay in an unrepentant state. We want to be washed by the water of the word. Sometimes we don't even know what we've done because we're oblivious to the needs and the thoughts and the the issues of other people. We're so self-centered. We're so self-important. We're worried about our own problems. And God knows we all have problems, but God help us to do what your word said, to be selfless, preferring others, to get our minds off of ourselves and onto the needs of other people, because that is where you're not sitting on the throne. Listen, God's not sitting on the throne, just thinking about himself all the time. Oh, I, he's not sitting there like, oh, well, how can I improve my throne room? Maybe we should have the angels work on a construction project. Oh, what, what is the new head? No, he's already got all that figured out. That he is all sufficient. He is self-sustaining. He doesn't need anybody's help for anything ever. He's not thinking about himself. You know who God's thinking about? Do you know who God's thinking about? Do you know who God is thinking about? God is thinking about you all the time. God is thinking about you all the time. God is thinking about you all the time. The Bible says his thoughts towards you are greater than the, the sand on the seashore. You know how many particles of sand there are just in Fort Lauderdale Beach alone? You can't count them. You can't count them. You can't count them. Abraham would have had an easier time counting the stars in the sky than the number of grains of sand on the seashore. God is thinking about you. God, would you help us to walk in agape love to the point? Yes, I know we have to think about our problem. We've got to solve the problems. Yes, I understand you have real issues in life that you have to ponder. But how about instead of God, would you teach us instead of pondering, 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 pondering to the point of perplexity? Would you help us, Lord, to cast our cares upon you? Lord, so many of us, and we know this, if we're honest, we ponder to the point of perplexity. We ponder to the point of perplexity. We reason until we get confused and we're, we're so self-consumed and self-absorbed because of the problems we face. Would you help us, Lord, instead of pondering to the point of perplexion, would you help us, Lord, to cast our cares upon you and to keep moving? Come on, this is freedom.
Come on, this is freedom. When you find yourself pondering to the point of being perplexed, reasoning to the point of confusion, cast that care on the Lord and keep stepping. Keep going. Keep pursuing the will of God. Keep loving somebody else. Listen, in the book of Ephesians, it says, if what you make happen for somebody else, God will make happen for you. Get your mind. Lord, help us. Help me. Help all of us. Get our minds off of ourselves. To get our minds off of our problems and be solutionists, prophetic solutionists. Help us, Lord. When we, well, listen, when we can't figure out the answer to our problem, God, would you inspire us by love? To go find somebody else who has a problem and help them find that prophetic solution? Because so many times we can't see the, the forest beyond the trees. So many times the problem is so big in our eyes, we can't see past it. And oftentimes the solution is really right in front of our eyes. You know, yesterday I was looking for my cubed pepper jack cheese in the refrigerator because I wanted a snack. And I could not find that cubed pepper jack cheese anywhere. And I'm moving everything around in the refrigerator and I'm trying to find it. And I'm like, I know it's, I, didn't eat. I, I know that it's there. Seriously, where is it? There's been nobody else in my house. Nobody could have moved it. Nobody ate it. Where is it? I could not find it anywhere. The next day I opened the refrigerator. I, it was frustrating. I mean, I didn't have a meltdown, but I'm like, Ugh. you ever want something? These. I open the refrigerator the next day. It is sitting right there on the shelf, right in perfect view of my eye. I had not touched anything. But what I looked for, what I needed, what I wanted was right there in front of my face all the time. But for some reason, I couldn't see it. Was I distracted? I don't know. But many times we have problems and the solution is really closer than we think. The solution is just right there. But our perspective or our perception or our busyness or our worry or our fear or our whatever prevents us from seeing it. When you get in that, let me give you a life tip. Come on, I'm putting my life coach hat on. Listen, when you get in that position, when you get in that situation, stop continuing to beat and beat and beat and look and get frustrated. Kind of like finding your keys. You ever lost your keys and you're looking for them everywhere and finally you get, you, you're late and now you get frustrated. The last time that happened to me, I said, Lord, I said, I guess I just won't go unless you show me where the keys are because I'm not going to get frustrated. I am not going to allow myself to get all torqued up. I know you know where the keys are. In other words, I know you have the answer to this problem, God. So instead of continuing to strive, looking under the bed, looking on shelves, looking everywhere for keys. I don't know where they are. I'm not going to get out of peace. I am not going to get upset. I am not going to get frustrated. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to calm down. I'm going to think about you and you're going to show me where the keys are. Come on and go help somebody else solve their problem. Go help somebody else solve their problem. Go help somebody else. Go listen to their woes. Go be the prophetic solutionist for somebody else. And God will send somebody, if need be, to help you. If he doesn't speak to you directly, if you can't hear him because of all the noise in the spirit, he will, he, he will send somebody else. Say, hey, how you doing? Well, I got this problem. Tell me about it. Oh, well, you know what? Have you tried this? Bingo. Bam. Wow. Pop. Father, help us to get our minds off of ourselves and to walk in love because you are love. All men will know that we are your disciples by the love we show for one another. Would you help us, Lord, to see what love looks like in different relationships that we possess? Help us, Lord, to know what it means to look like to love our friend. 
today. Help us, Lord, know what it means to love our coworkers today. Help us, Lord, highlight people to us that need a word. Highlight people to us that need to understand your goodness. Highlight people to us that need to understand who you are. We don't have to beat them over the head with a Bible to demonstrate who you are. All we have to do is love. Show us someone, God, that maybe we could invite them to lunch or maybe we could bring them a a thank you note or a card or just some kindness, some token of kindness. Would you help us? Because your word says love is kind. That's what your word says. Your word says love is kind. Your, your word says love is kind. And so, Lord, you've shown us such kindness. Would you help us to reciprocate? Would you help us to be like Jesus? Your word tells us all men will know that you are my disciples by the love that you show one another. <laughs> by the agape, by the selflessness, by the sacrifices that you make. I was so blessed last night because you know, I live in a condo and there's an elevator and you wait forever for the elevator. And I'm trying to get upstairs and I dropped all my stuff in the parking lot and I saw that somebody just went in the door and I said, I'm gonna miss the elevator. I dropped all my stuff and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna miss the elevator. I know it's not that big of a deal, but you got to wait like five minutes for the elevator. I wanted to go home. I didn't want to stand down there waiting five minutes for the elevator. I was trying to get in right behind that guy. He was going to push the button. I was going to come in after. It was going to be perfect timing. And I was going to get in the elevator and go home and eat dinner. Well, I dropped all my stuff. I'm scrambling around and I'm trying to get in the door. And the guy was already in the elevator. And I said, well, yeah, he's, I'm not going to ask him to stop the elevator because whatever. So I just went ahead and got my mail. I got my mail, put the mail in the mailbox. The guy was still holding the elevator. That's a kind of small act of kindness that speaks volumes. Then he hit the number of my four for me and, and everything else. Those are the kind of things that show and demonstrate kindness. So father, would you help us to walk in kindness? Would you help us to walk in love? Would you help us to walk in peace? Because that's how people are going to recognize us as your disciples, not by our eloquent speeches, not by our hard-nosed social media debating skills and our snarkiness, our ability to cut somebody with our mouth. That's not the Lord. We're going to know, they're going to know that we're your disciples by the love, by the kindness, by the patience that we show for one another. So, Lord, convict us before we step out of love. Convict us before we step out of the cloak of Christ. The word of God says, put on Christ. It's a decision we have to make every day. Convict us before we take off Christ, before we take off that cloak of kindness. Forgive us before we get out of the spirit. We're supposed to walk in the spirit. Convict us before we step out of the spirit. Would you please? We want to be so sensitive to your spirit that we feel the conviction before we make the mistake. So we don't have to spend as much time repenting. We can spend more time praying for other stuff. We can spend more time demonstrating the goodness and the glory of God. And the glory of God is the goodness of God. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. We honor you. We adore you. There's no other God like you. No other God worthy of our praise. And we thank you that as we walk in love, we're doing spiritual warfare. <laughs> We're just making the devil mad. Amen. In Jesus' name, let's keep praying. Your love walk 
affects your warfare. Faith works by love. Warfare works by faith. Ooh, Jesus. Warfare works by faith. Listen, you know I've been deep in the book of Isaiah, and I'm skipping around with my prayers because I, I try to bring really strong encouragement some days and do warfare the days, and I'm led by the Holy Spirit as I do that. I don't want to just... I want to have a balanced presentation and prayers. So doing Paul said, pray with all manner of prayer. Ephesians 6, Paul said, pray with all manner of prayer. That means there's all kinds of prayer. and We want to mix it up and keep it healthy. But today we're going to do some warfare. And I was reading in Isaiah 11.4. I love it. Listen. And it says, with righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. Listen, he will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Now, I'm talking about demons. I'm not talking about people. I have to put that disclaimer. <laughs> the Bible says he will, he, the Bible says, with the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. The New Living Translation says, one breath from his mouth will destroy the wicked. One breath. That means God just has to go, just a sigh. One breath. One breath from God's mouth will destroy the wicked. Another version says, the breath of his lips shall kill the wicked. The breath of his lips, the breath, one command. Another, another, another version says, he will kill the wicked with a command from his lips. Just one word, just one word, just one breath, a mere breath from his lips will topple the wicked. The breath of his lips will slay the lawless one. Father, we thank you because everything about you is so powerful. <laughs> we thank you, Lord, because everything about you is so powerful. Your mighty right hand, your eyes that see everything, <laughs> and your breath, your breath is, <sighs> remember when Jesus blew on his disciples and said, receive the Holy Spirit? Your breath is powerful, even without uttering a word, just your breath, just blowing forth, exudes power. Can you imagine, can you imagine if your breath had that much power? Father, in the name of Jesus, blow on our enemies. Ah. Father, in the name of Jesus, blow on these demon powers that are trying to blow over our house. Oh, Jesus, we're asking you to blow on the enemy. Blow him over in the name of Jesus. Your word says when we've done all we can do, we're supposed to stand. Stand and withstand in the evil day. God, you've seen that that enemy, the adversary, the devil, the liar, the serpent, the wicked one. You've seen how he's come to blow our house down. You've seen how he's come to blow through our marriages. You've seen how he's come to blow hurricane force winds against our finances. You've come. You've seen how he's come to try to blow infirmity into our bodies. You see it, God, because you see all things and your breath is almighty. 
Your breath can blow up the plans of the enemy. So, Father, we're asking you in the name of Jesus to blow on your enemies. Blow, come on, because they're your enemies, God. They're your enemies. This is your battle. You are the one, the captain of the host, the, 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 the glorious warrior God. You are Jehovah Gabor. You are Jehovah Chereb. You are the almighty God. You're the God who sent 180,000 uh, angels into the Assyrian camp. and You sent angels into the Assyrian camp and slew 180,000 men and one night that's how mighty you are your breath is just that mighty so god we're asking you blow on our enemies blow them over the enemies that have tried to blow through our life bring hurricane force winds tornadoes blow on our enemies god blow on the plans of the enemies god blow on the plans of destruction blow on the plans to steal kill and destroy blow on the plans of our enemies god in the name of jesus blow on them blow on the weapons blow on the weapons of the enemy your word says it is written that no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper but every tongue that rises up against us shall be condemned blow on the weapons of the enemy god blow away the lies so that we can see the truth blow away the subterfuge blow away the weapons blow away the fiery darts blow out the enemy's fire god the enemies tried to set fires in our life blow it out god with the breath the breath the breath of the almighty blow it out god blow out these fires these raging fires that come these fiery trials set by the enemy blow up these things up blow them up blow them up blow up the tongues oh every tongue that's been uh, speaking against us those demonic tongues blow up those tongues god in jesus name blow them away lord blow away the residue of the past season with just one breath just blow away the residue of the past season with just one breath blow away the rejection blow away the shame god free us from these issues blow away the fear blow away the depression blow away the poverty blow it away god these are enemies of the cross blow it away god blow it away breathe on our enemies god your breath on their neck they can I just see that. I just see that. I just see that. The enemy can feel the breath of God on his neck. You know what he does? You know what he does? You know what he does? He flees. You know, shorter. Have you ever heard that saying? You ever heard that? It's like you can feel the somebody's hot breath on your neck. That means they're very close. They're very, very close. Well, God is everywhere, but I'm telling you the truth. Right now, in this moment, right now, on this live broadcast, right now, in this instant, the enemy feels the breath of the Lord on his neck and he is fleeing he is running he cannot escape he will not get away but he's trying to he's trying to the enemy is trying to get out of dodge the enemy is fleeing the enemy is running away but the breath of god will consume him the breath of god will overtake him the breath of god lord breathe on your enemies breathe breathe god breathe on your enemies blow them over and God breathed the breath of life into us again, because your breath is all powerful. And we are your children. We are your sons and daughters. So blow on us the breath of life. Blow into us like you did your disciples. Your disciples, you blew on them. You said, receive the Holy Ghost. Lord, blow on us again. Let your glory blow over us. Let your glory blow us over. Let your glory blow through our homes through our cities through our workplaces let you, let revival blow through our come on let let revival blow in our nations again let awakening blow in our nations again let your will blow let your winds blow come on the holy spirit is like a wind 
The wind goes whichever way it will. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know where it's, go, where it's going. This is what Jesus talked to Nicodemus. He said that the wind, it goes where it wants. You don't know where it came from. You don't know where it's going, but you can feel it when it comes. Father, blow over us with the winds of your spirit. Winds of refreshing, come on. Winds of refreshing, come on. Winds of refreshing, blow. We need you, God. We need a fresh touch from heaven. We need your leadership. Blow, blow, blow. We receive. Come on, somebody out there, I, I, you're literally feeling as a, like a prophetic wind. Like you're literally feeling a wind, but there's no wind blowing in your home. There's no wind blowing in your car. It's not your air conditioner. You're not at an event. You just experienced a manifestation of the Holy Spirit for real. I said, it's not your imagination. You felt the wind of the Holy Spirit blowing on your life. I know some of you did. I know that you did. Relish it. Thank you for your presence, God. We thank you for your presence, God. We thank you for the winds of refreshing. We thank you. Praise you. We honor you. We adore you. We claim victory. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Jesus. Expect for today to be better than yesterday. Do you believe when I pray? Do you have faith? Because I have faith in what I'm praying. Sometimes I forget what I pray. And later on, the Holy Spirit will remind me, you prayed that yesterday. Look, now it's happening. Put your faith in the word of God. I, I, I gave you a scripture from the word of God. I'm not just praying to making stuff up here. It's the word of God we prayed on. With one breath, God is able to blow over your enemies. Jesus blew on his disciples. So we, we, we receive, we believe, and we know today is going to be better. And whatever the enemy has planned for today to try to steal, we bind it in Jesus' name. And we're going to walk in faith. We're going to walk in a, a new level of joy. We're going to be walking around with expectation today, expecting something good to happen. Come on. Who's expecting something good to happen? Yesterday was a difficult day for me in many, many respects. It was a difficult day. We all have difficult days, but I don't want to have two difficult days in a row. Do you? We're all going to have difficult days. Jesus said, in this world, we're going to have tribulation. We'll be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. We're all going to have difficult days. It wasn't a bad day. There was just difficult challenges that I didn't expect. It wasn't bad. But today, I'm not having another difficult day. Amen. Don't get me wrong. I'm advancing on all fronts. Things are moving warp net speed. Everything's going in the right direction. But there were some difficulties that came up yesterday. You know what? Maybe you had some difficulties yesterday. You could listen to me. You can have breakthroughs and difficulties in the same day. Did you know that? You could have breakthroughs and difficulties in the same day. How your day pans out and how you go to bed thinking, what you go to bed thinking and feeling has to do with what you focused on. You're going to focus on all the difficulties or on the breakthroughs. Solve the difficulties. Celebrate the breakthroughs. Come on, this is good stuff. Solve the difficulties, celebrate the breakthroughs. Solve the difficulties, celebrate the breakthroughs. When you debrief with God at the end of the day, say, Lord, I'm not going to sit up all night thinking about these difficulties, but I'm casting this on you and I'm asking to give me a prophetic solution. So when I wake up in the morning, what went wrong yesterday can go right tomorrow. Come on, this is good stuff. I got my life coach hat on. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. Everybody has difficult days. Everybody has bad days. But they're not really ever bad, are they? They're not really ever bad, are they? Because God is good and we're in him and he's in us. So it's really not a bad day. Maybe it's a challenging day. Maybe, maybe we need to reframe the way we speak about it. Well, how, how was your day? Well, I had a bad day. Maybe we need to stop saying that. Maybe we need to say, I had some challenges today, but God is good. 
things, everything didn't go the way I wanted it to, but I know tomorrow's going to be better because I'm believing God that he's working all things out together for my good. To those who love him and called according to his prayer. And that's me. I love him. Amen. We can do this. You got this. Hashtag we stand together. We stand together. This is why I want you to take my Dream Wild series that's starting uh, pretty soon at schoolofthespirit.tv slash dreamwild. I want you to hear this prophecy the Lord gave to me, and it changed my life. And I want to teach you the principles. You know, I walk in breakthrough. It doesn't mean I don't have difficult days. It means I'm focusing on the breakthrough. I'm going forward. I'm advancing. And so are you. Here's the prophecy. Listen. Here's what I heard the Lord say. Listen. If you're listening, say amen. I am marking you with my glory. I am changing you from the inside out. It's time to embark on a new season of chasing me, says the Lord. You will be more effective. You will be more efficient. You will do more with less. You can't see it. It's hard for you to believe it, but I am the author of it, says the Lord. Take the limits off. Take the lid off. I am opening new doors for you. <laughs> it's not just about favor. I'm shifting you from favor to open heavens. You will not strive, but you will not lack. I have gone before you to make a way for you. The divine connections are right around the corner. They're just ahead. You will see them and know them. I am indeed giving you double for your trouble. I will put in your hands as much as you can believe me for. How much can you believe me for dream again dream big dreams dream wild dreams dream with me and i will dream with you says the lord now that prophecy changed my life because it set me on a trajectory of going higher and higher and higher and dreaming wilder and wilder and wilder and when the lord first gave me that prophecy two years ago listen we had one house of prayer i wanted to shut it down didn't like it was tired of it ready to give up and in two years, because I chose to dream wild with God, we have four churches, eight houses of prayers, and 250 prayer hubs as of the time of this recording. And this is just the beginning. Take the limits off. Maybe you're not trying to plant houses of prayers, but maybe you're trying to do something. And if you're not trying to do something, you need to do something. You need to dream with God. How much can you believe him for? What that challenged my faith. This is why I want you to go take this webinar. It's going to be a series. It's going to be a whole series. It's called Dream Wilder. It's at schoolofthespirit.tv. There's a cost for it. Right now, it's on early bird. I want you to go get on. It's going to be like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, ten sessions. You know how I end up tapping into a class and I draw it out? Or developing spiritual discernment is going to be way more classes than I promised you because I tap into a revelation and I, I draw it out and teach it. I want you to get in on this. If you're going to get in on it, get in on it soon, please. Dream with God. Dream Wilder is going to set a Holy Ghost fire under you to pursue God for the desires of the heart that he's going to put in you. You're going to be equipped to develop faith to dream wilder. Unlock your dreams with the Holy Spirit's help. Draw inspiration to dream wild. Take the lid off your God-given dreams. Fight against the fear. Press past the failures. Overcome frustrations. Root out the doubt. Deal with the impatience that pushes you to quit. Slam the door on procrastination. Send perfectionism packing. Weather the wild adversity that comes against you. War against weariness. You're going to walk away with a, a life vision and a spirit-led plan and so much more. Please go get signed up for this. One of the most important, it really is, for this, this time, this era that we're in, this moment in history, this new year we're going into, this is the most important message I could share with you in January.
This is what God has put on my heart to share with you. That's why I know it's the most important message I could share. I'm not saying other people don't have important messages. I'm not saying my message is more important than anybody else's. I'm saying this is the most important message I can share with you in January because this is the message that the Lord put on my heart to share with you because he doesn't want you to be all discouraged and he wants you to dream wild. Please go get set signed up for that. Don't wait until the early bird's over, please. Amen. You can even get the t-shirt and the CD and the key necklace. Amen. Get in on it while you can. Anytime you're watching this in the future, you can get in on it too, but it might not be on, might not be on early bird. So go get set up with that if it's going to bless you. I promise you it will bless your socks off. I don't make promises too often unless I'm speaking the word of God, but this will, this changed my life, guys. It'll change your life. If you'll put the principles into place, you know, you know, you got to do your part. God will do his part. You got to do your part and God will do his part. So get involved in that if that's going to bless you. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash dreamwilder. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash dreamwilder. God is good. You want to sow into the ministry today? Somebody said, well, how do I sow? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to spend 30 seconds telling you that. Awakening House of Prayer should be completely full to overflowing every week. People should be waiting outside to get in the door or the best kept secret in South Florida. Why should it be? Not because of me, but because the worship is amazing, because the anointing is there. You know how many hours of prayer go forth? We have corporate prayer Monday night and Friday night, so there's this atmosphere. We dug a well there. If you're in South Florida, you have friends in South Florida, tell them, get over to Awakening House of Prayer. God is good. You want to sew today? You can sew at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the cash app. Cash app is dollar sign. I am Jennifer LeClaire. You can text the word pray to 754 7012161. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. Hope this edified you. Hope this encouraged you. God bless you. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.